one. Okay, okay. I get it. I get it. I get it. Somebody goofed. That would be me. I kind of boo-booed. I forgot to turn on the monitor. To Mixler. Okay, here we go, folks. I mean, this seriously, this, this is the way it's going to be. It's going to be just as simple as can be. Uh... So why don't I just play the damn opening already? <laughs> Here goes nothing. Welcome to Firefox News Online, the world's number one internet radio and internet video broadcast. The rules apply. No personal attacks, threats, or hate speech will be tolerated in the chat room at any time. If you commit to these acts, you will be removed from the chat room and your chat will be deleted. Also, if we're using a phone line, the same rules apply. This is a roundtable discussion broadcast, so please, no cross-talking during the broadcast. And finally, the use of media materials is protected by the Fair Use Clause of the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, which allows for the rebroadcast of copyrighted materials for the purposes of commentary, criticism, education, and news reporting. Firefox News Online Productions and the News Division adhere to the criteria of the Fair Use Clause 100% across the board. The views and opinions that will be expressed in this broadcast are that of myself and those who join me, and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of anyone else or this broadcasting service. And now, it's time for Firefox News Online. Pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the Republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
And now, America, it is time for Talking Points. The views and opinions expressed in Talking Points are that of the host and the host alone, and do not reflect the views and opinions of anyone else for this broadcasting service. Good evening, and welcome to Firefox News Online. And as you just heard, it's time now for Talking Points. Seems that uh, there's a lot of problems with challenging the Democrat status quo. Now, you're probably wondering, George, what do you mean? I mean, aren't we allowed to do that? Doesn't the Constitution protect us when we can uh, petition the government for redress of grievances? No. No, it doesn't. Oh, I'm sorry, America. You're sadly mistaken. No, you can't do that. The Democrats have clearly made it exponentially clear as glass that we're not allowed to petition the government for a redress of grievances. That doesn't exist anymore. The Democrats say that President Trump is staging a coup. Huh? Really? He's staging a coup? Well, now there's a really interesting item there. If the Democrats say he's so, then it must be true. Oh, wait a minute. What am I saying? <laughs> I'm sorry, America. I, I know that sarcasm is lost on the Democrats. It's lost on the left a lot. But let's face it, you, you, can't, you can't have a really good, honest, deep-down, knock-down, drag-out debate without a little bit of sarcasm mixed in somewhere. So I thought I'd start it off with a little bit of sarcasm. Okay, now that I've got the sarcasm out of the way. Um, and I've been accused on this broadcast of being sarcastic. Um, now, it's funny how sarcasm is lost on Democrats, but that's okay. I mean, they, they don't understand it. They don't get it. And I, I believe me, I do understand that. See, sarcasm is something that just comes naturally for some. And for others, uh, it takes a little work. And for me, it took a little work. I mean, I had to work at it every day uh, just to get everything down pat. So here's the way I see it. Um, the Democrats think that Donald Trump is staging a coup when he challenges uh, the election results, uh, which, by the way, is every American's right to do. We have a right to challenge these results if we suspect there is election and or voter fraud, right? Well, that's what he's doing. He's challenging this. He has that right. But according to Democrats, no, he can't challenge it. He, but Joe Biden is the president-elect. He won the election. The mainstream media said it so, so it must be true. Uh, there's that terrible thing called sarcasm again. <laughs> I know it's a terrible thing, ladies and gentlemen, but sarcasm can be a lot of fun. I mean, it's, it's true that sometimes you have to kind of take the good with the bad, you know, but sarcasm is one of those nice little things that we love so much that if we can do it just right, just right, it'll come out perfect. Or close to it, anyway. So, I, I think what we're, we're dealing with, we're, what we're seeing overall, is the Democrats aren't being sarcastic. They're, they're actually believing their own bullshit. They're believing that they have the, the, the inevitable right um, to own the election, to own this country, to take it over. Oh, that sounds like a coup, doesn't it, folks? Sounds like a coup to me. 
Ah. Oh, and, and, and of course, uh, if the Democrats get full control of the Senate, the Congress, and the White House, uh, there will be gun grabs galore. No matter where you move in the United States, your guns are not safe. So if the Democrats do take full control, it's all over. No gun owner is safe. And by the way, if you fight back, um, don't be surprised if they outnumber you 10 to 1. Okay, that's the one thing about this whole th this whole scenario that most people don't understand. The government will outnumber you ten to one. You may take one or two of them in a gun battle, but in the end, you're the one that's going to end up uh, ending up ten toes up. Seriously, <laughs> this is not something that I'm saying because I'm joking. I'm not joking. This is something that I suspect is going to be a reality. Okay. Now, everybody says, well, that sounds like conspiracy theory, George. Uh, no, it's not conspiracy theory when you actually sit down and think about it carefully. It's only a conspiracy theory because it's unproven. Look at what happened in Germany. Look at what Hitler did during World War II. Gun confiscation, right? What's to stop the... Democrats from doing the same thing should they get control of the Senate. They already have control of the Congress, and it looks like they're going to have the White House, too. Because I have a feeling nothing's going to change that. The Democrats cheated to win the election, so they're going to get the White House. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, yes, I've already made plans to replace Barack Obama's face on the Voice of Resistance image that I used to put up and guess what? It's going to be Joe Biden that we are resisting and the DNC that we are resisting. So I think it's a safe bet that we're going to have a lot to talk about in the coming year. The reason I bring up the gun confiscation possibility is because as we draw closer to 2021, as we draw closer to, um, uh, to that which is, you know, <laughs> obvious with the Democrats, because... They love gun control, gun control, gun control. Sounds almost like if you're saying Beetlejuice three times. Remember the movie Beetlejuice? You had to say his name three times in order for him to appear. Well, we don't want Democrats to appear, but if you say gun control, gun control, gun control three times, the Democrats' ears perk up like a dog's ears will. And, of course, we know where that goes, right? I mean, sure, we, we get that, don't we? Uh, it gets crazy, folks, I know. But I'm just throwing things out there for you to digest. The Second Amendment is in jeopardy, ladies and gentlemen, come 2021. We cannot allow this to happen. We cannot allow our country to fall. Because if the Democrats take control, it's Obama 2.0. I've said it before. And I will repeat myself, it is Obama 2.0. And don't be surprised if Obama shows up in the White House from time to time. But of course, two or three months after he's inaugurated, he'll be hit with the 25th Amendment, which means he'll be out of the White House, and Kamala Cameltoe Harris and Nancy I Drink A Lot of Martinis Pelosi get moved up. Why do you think the Democrats want her as Speaker of the House again? Because they know what they're doing. 
They're going to move her up. They're going to 25th Amendment Joe Biden out and move Harris and Pelosi up in the order of succession because they want somebody who's lucid, not completely off their rocker. I've said this before, folks. You've heard me say it ad infinitum on this broadcast. I think it's time you started listening. Hashtag FFNOP, hashtag FFNOP. Trend tonight's broadcast all over the globe on the following social media platforms. Parlor, MeWe, Gab, and of course the other social media platforms too. With that having been said, it is now time as always for the rest of the story. Okay. Now let me see here. Put the volume up so people can hear my guests on the phone lines at 347-945-5747. We want Mixler to hear you, you know. <laughs> okay. So, the way I see it is this. We, we have probably... Let's see here. Um, it's the 29th. We've got, what, three days? Three days before America. America, we know, starts to transform into something we don't recognize. Because the Democrat, oh no, I'm sorry, more, more time than that. Sorry, my bad. <sighs> Just goes to show where my brain matter is working today. <laughs> uh, we're math. Hey, listen, I don't do fuzzy math well, okay? Fuzzy math and I have a slight misunderstanding. So, there you go. Hello, America. Now that I'm on the camera here, uh, it is good to, to see that we got Periscope working. Uh, I want to get to that real quick before I forget. Uh, which uh, Because Periscope is, sw is switching over uh, to Twitter, and Periscope will no longer exist as of March 31st, 2021, uh, I had to go back to the restreaming service and I had to drop Periscope and then get it back because for some oddball reason they changed the protocols. And the restreaming service that I use, sadly, uh, did not tell me that I had to make a, make a change. Wish they had sent me an email or something. Smoke signals, anything. Would have been nice. Ah, well, shit happens. But we do have Periscope working. I will be dropping Periscope. I was planning on doing that in January. I'm going to do that at the end of February rather than, the, rather than January. I want to hold on to Periscope as long as possible. No telling whether it'll work or not, but, well, you know what they say. I mean, it's just, you know, 
see if it goes if we go on Twitter, let me explain something, ladies and gentlemen. If we end up going on Twitter because of the censorship problems that Twitter presents, this show will be will die on Twitter. My account on Twitter will be gone, and unfortunately, uh, that would do a lot of damage to this broadcast uh, in the respects of the free speech aspect. Uh, but we are on Periscope. We are back on there. I'm on all five video platforms once again. So my thanks to uh, to uh, Cherokee Rose, who is watching by way of Periscope tonight. Hello there, young lady. Thank you for for coming into the Mixler chat room last night and letting me know that Periscope was going in my face. I do appreciate your uh, your being there. Also joining me by way of yes Mixler.com is my good buddy Gunslinger. Oh, he's been waiting three over three minutes three. Oh. Three and a half minutes to get on the phone line. Holy Toledo. I'm getting slow in my old age. Yeah, well, that's okay, I guess. What can I say? I'm getting... Wait a minute, I'm only 57 years old. What am I saying? With that, we say, howdy, gun. How you doing? Not too bad. It was up almost shitting 70 degrees again today. That's about normal for Texas. So uh, we got, up, I think, to about 35 tops today. Would it feel like temperature of about 29 or 30? I mean, if I were to look at what it is right now, I'd probably end up having a heart attack. Nope. Actually, it's 26 degrees, but the feel-like temperature is 32. So it feels thir- 6 degrees higher than uh, the actual temperature is. So that's about seasonal norm. That's about the seasonal norm, skis. So We got uh, 60 here. 60. That's where you're at now? Yep, well, for an overnight temperature, that ain't too shabby. Now, last night, I could not get the links from One American News to work. Tonight, they are, at least as of two hours ago, uh, they were working. So, I want to take up on some of the stories we could not cover last night, we could not talk about last night, uh, as a direct result of One American News having hiccups. Personally, I think they were being hacked, but that's, you know, that's just my opinion. Okay. Um, one of the items that we could not get to last night was uh, tensions. Uh, they're on the rise in the socialist squad. Oof. I'll tell you what. Between you, me, and the lamppost, that's not good. So here's what we're going to do. There's a, there is a clip here to play, so I'm going to play that clip. I know, folks, it's a terrible thing. The poor squad members are squabbling. It's terrible. It's a shame. I don't really give a shit. Let them fall apart at the scene.
And for those of you who are probably just hearing a lot of chirping and water and stuff, please don't run for the bathroom yet. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, I have on my uh, Firefox browser a uh, meditation add-on that uh, has water sounds with birds chirping and all that nice stuff all that nice calming all that nice calming soothing shit does it actually work does it actually calm me down you don't want to know <laughs> i know i'm being terrible uh, Supposed to be playing this clip, and I'm getting, I'm making, I'm cracking jokes here, but it, it's a normal thing for me. I do that from time to time. Really shouldn't do it that much, but hey, gotta have fun, right? Right. Okay, so here is uh, the clip I was telling you about. Now, this, now, mind you, there, there's rising tensions. And new faces could see the socialist squad fall apart in the House of Representatives. So, here's what one American News had to say about it. Well, rising tensions and new faces could see the socialist squad fall apart in the House of Representatives. One America's Shane Althaus has the latest. Just like the Beatles or boy band One Direction, groups inevitably break up. This is no different for the Congresswomen who make up the progressive squad on Capitol Hill. In fact, insiders on the Hill believe the breakup is imminent. Recently, Minnesota Congresswoman and squad member Ilhan Omar directly criticized New York Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for live-streaming her coronavirus vaccination on Instagram. <laughs> Omar, who herself lost her father to coronavirus, released a statement on Twitter, slamming members of Congress who received coronavirus vaccines before frontline workers and the elderly. Some have claimed Omar hadn't known about Ocasio-Cortez receiving the vaccine when she wrote the tweet, though this would imply she had gone a whole two days without hearing about the video, which immediately made headlines when it was posted. Another factor which will test the squad's resolve is the incoming group of progressive representatives who could pull members like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, Michigan Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, and Massachusetts Congresswoman Ayanna Presley away from each other on specific issues, following two years of the squad walking locked in step on policy agendas. For example, incoming progressive New York Congressman-elect Richie Torres became one of the two first openly gay black men elected to Congress. One identifying feature of the congressman is how he is a self-described pro-Israel progressive, something which could put him at odds with Congresswoman Ilhan Omar, who has long been accused of not only being a critic of Israel, but anti-Semitic as well. That Israel has a right to exist, it has a right to defend itself, and that the American-Israeli relationship is one of the most important bilateral relationships in the world. And we have to preserve it for the next generation of Israelis and Americans. Torres has said he will, quote, not sign up for squad duty. And two other progressive congressmen-elects Jamal Bowman and Mondaire Jones could start to pull attention away from the squad and compete for progressive voters around the country. What's more, progressive voters across the nation are now criticizing their representatives like Ocasio-Cortez for kowtowing to the demands of Nancy Pelosi and the Democrat establishment, even throwing their support behind President Trump on issues like higher stimulus checks for individual Americans. 
Some progressives have even started to move towards the right, as Republican leaders like President Trump and Rand Paul champion ideas like ending the wars or draining the swamp of lobbyists in Washington, D.C. This new political climate is beginning to make gaining influence even more difficult for celebrity legislators like Ocasio-Cortez and the Squad. Shane Althaus, One American News. What? So there you have it. Uh, basically, in a nutshell, there is a lot of dissension in the ranks of the squad. And there's a and and yes, okay, fine, whatever. The the dude is a the the dude is a pole jumper, okay. What he does behind closed doors in his own home, I could care less about. But this guy actually wow. He doesn't sound like a progressive Democrat. Go figure. Gunslinger, you heard you heard the clip. Talk to me, man. What do you think? Well, anything that disables and puts the um, squad in the backyard with dogs where they belong is a good thing, okay? Um, <laughs> my opinion, they should have never been in the position that they're in right now. Uh, it's like I've always said, are they stupid or the or which, which one is more stupider, them or the people that have allegedly voted them in? I mean, that's maybe running neck and neck here, okay? But, uh, you know, these people, I've said it before, they're they're communists, they're socialists, anti-American, but yet they sit up there in Congress deciding what's good for me and you. Yeah. Boy, if that ain't a joke, I don't know what is. So, yeah, that's a, that's a very good thing. I agree with it, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Whatever this guy does behind his closed doors, whatever. Whatever floats your boat, or you don't push it on me. I mean, you know, whatever, you know, good. Well, the way I see it is this. The squad has, how can I put this, for a very long time, made it next to impossible for anyone to get anything done because they kept flapping their gums. You know, and they're still flapping their gums, but they seem to be on opposite sides of the page. Now the question becomes, what happens next, you know? How, will this disintegration within the, the ranks of the squad lead to something positive for conservatives. What do you think, Gunn? Well, so, yeah, I mean, like I said, anything that you can put a black eye on these idiots, put a black eye on them. Shame them. I mean, do everything that you possibly can because they do not belong there. They do not belong in our government. Okay? A lot of people don't belong in this government. But they damn sure don't belong in there. You know the founding fathers are just turning over in their grave saying, are you serious? A bartender, a bar, uh, a bar fly, 
you know, and the other you know, things. Ay, ay, ay. That was not, they did not have no intention of having people like that in that position in our government. government. Well, Gunslinger, I, I think, you know, we, let's, let's look at this, you know, with some logic. What if a Republican, a conservative, someone who, uh, you know, was a bartender, never ran for public office before, Decided he was going to run for for Congress, and he won that he won that seat. Would you feel the same way about that about that person running for, about that Republican running for Congress? Well, it <laughs> playing the devil's advocate, that, my friend. That's a sixty-four thousand. Well, yeah, that, that's a sixty-four thousand dollars two sides of the coin. Now, if this person was, you know, a smart bartender, okay, or whatever, then run for office and you get the office and you move up and, you know, whatever. But with, say, AOC's, that's all on crack, her, (laughs) I mean, you can tell that there's nobody at home when you look at her, okay? That's what bar flies do. I mean, you've been in bars plenty, I'm sure. You know what a bar fly is, okay? Uh, yeah, I, I do, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I think I used yeah. to be one at one point. So, so when this bar fly got this position, God knows how, okay, there was, she, her physical might have moved up, but her mentality didn't. That's what makes the big difference. Okay, you know, the, 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 the attitude, I mean, it just all, it all in that attitude, you know, if this other person was, a conser- like you said, a conservative, a Republican, then they would think logically, they would think logically, okay, in most cases anyway. But this Yahoo bar fly, buzz, buzz, okay, the only way that she knows how to think is what she's got between her legs. I'm sorry, but that's the way it is. What a barfly is, okay? So when you, there's a complete, it's like almost like day and night, okay? Difference in the intelligence level between a conservative Republican and this, you know, don't even know what a garbage disposable is, for God's sake, okay? Um, Yeah, there's a big difference there, big difference. And she keeps going on with these crazy screwball ideas. The Green New Deal. Let's stop cows from farting. Holy shit. Pun intended. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're going to stop cows from farting. We're going to tear down all the fucking buildings in all these major cities and rebuild them to the Green Deal. That right there is insane. Okay. Now, there may be a few insane conservatives and Republicans, but I don't think they even have to. They can't even compare to what this idiot says. No. Well, look, here's the deal. 
the way I the way I figured is this: the Democrats were looking to fill that seat. Old asshole on crack, old little Miss Bug Eyes seemed to be the one to do that. They seemed to uh, fit the bill because they didn't want a Republican to fill the seat, so they filled it with whatever they could get their hands on. Well, they got an airhead on crack, so delusional that she probably wouldn't even. She probably wouldn't even make it. She probably wouldn't pass the ASVAB to get in the military. Okay, I'll tell you that right now. I doubt she could even pass the ASVAB. She probably want to know what the ASVAB is. Is it an is, is it a new diet plan? That's probably the way she would look at that. It's a new form of working machine. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Or it could be a new, a brand new style of dishwasher, or garbage disposal. But she's not the only member of the squad that's a, you know, that is a proverbial problem. You've got. Rashida Tlaib, Ilhan Omar, and Ayanna Presley, who present somewhat of a mixed bag of stupidity, you know, of their own, but you don't hear from them as much for some reason. Have you noticed? They're keeping their mouths shut. They're not saying as much, and even when Ilhan Omar speaks, she doesn't say anything. Let me tell you something. Well, you know, I, I'd, I'd rather see my sister Stephanie run for Congress and get in. And she's not exactly the sharpest knife in the drawer either, but that's my sister. I can say that about her. Well, you know, you know why they're not they they keeping their fucking flaps their 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 flaps shut, okay? It's because they they are fully convinced and hope that they're wrong that Trump does not have another four years. Once once uh, Sleepy Joe and Camel Toe gets in there, okay, they'll be squawking like goddamn chickens at a worm fest, okay? Literally, just wait. They're, you know, they, they, they finally think that, oh, we got that. We're going to impeach that motherfucker. We're going to get him out of there one way or the other. Well, they, in their mind, they think that they got him out. Well, it's either going to come down one way or the other this next month. That's, that's when the shit's going to hit the fan. So which way, which way ever it goes, the shit's going to hit the fan either way. You know, it doesn't matter now at this point. So, so wait until if, if, Shithead gets in there, Uncle Joe, Sleepy Joe, Pedophile Joe gets in there. Oh my God, you talk, you boy, they're going, they're going to start, they're going to be kissing his ass. You know, oh, we got to do this, we got to do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, look what we got. We're in control now. See my point? Um, well, the question of Sleepy Joe getting in there still is <laughs> quite questionable. Um, the reason I say that is because one of the stories that I couldn't uh, bring up for discussion was this one, as the uh, 
as some GOP senators are prepared to reject the Electoral College vote count on January 6th. Now check this out, Gunn. A number of GOP senators are preparing to reject the Electoral College's vote count next month as the House and Senate get ready for the formal count on January 6th. A group of Republican House members are planning to object to the results. The group, led by Representative Mo Brooks, Republican from Alabama, would need at least one senator to side with him to force a debate on the matter. Potential sympathizers include incoming Senator Tommy Tuberville, also a Republican from Alabama, whose campaign was endorsed by the President, Senator Rand Paul, Republican from Kentucky, and Senator Kelly Loeffler, Republican from Georgia. Meanwhile, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell urged the GOP to vote against President Trump. The Kentucky lawmaker has already congratulated Joe Biden as the supposed winner of the election despite widespread claims of voter fraud. I want to congratulate President-elect Joe Biden, McConnell stated. The President-elect is no stranger to the Senate. He's devoted himself to public service for many years. On Sunday, President Trump signaled he may have the support needed to force that vote. See you in Washington, D.C. on January 6th. Don't miss it, he stated. Both congressional chambers would need a simple majority in order to reject the Electoral College vote count. So, in there lies at least something hopeful. And I, 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 I know there's some folks that are starting to uh, become discouraged. But for, but for Mitch McConnell to, um, to, to call for, for people to vote against President Trump like that, I'm sorry. The Kentucky senator has, has a lot to learn. I mean, if, you're either with the president or you're against him. And it sounds to me like he's against him in this regard, and I don't. I don't think that's that. I don't think it's fair to the American people to just abandon President Trump when there's so much, you know, irregularities uh, that come out of this 2020 election. So, where at this point does this seem like a likely uh, position? that the Republicans can, can even uh, get a victory out of. Can this lead possibly to President Trump getting a victory? Or is it too little too late? Go ahead. Well, I mean, it ain't too late yet. I mean, it ain't it ain't over until the fat lady sings, and I ain't heard nobody singing yet. Um, like I said, hopefully that he's got another couple of tricks up his sleeve. Hopefully that uh, Pence will swing, you know, in the proper way, whether January sixth or whatever. Uh, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a big day right there, yeah, no doubt about it. We'll have to say, we'll have to, we, like right now, it's like, you know, between a rock and a hard place. Which way is it going to move? 
Is it going to move toward the rock or is it going to move toward the hard place? <laughs> or is it going to continue on down the down the straight and narrow path with Trump? It's an amazing thing that, that you know, you're sitting here waiting, well, is she going to blow or not? Is that volcano going to blow or not? Hmm, I wonder if I need to start selling the real estate, you know? Uh, it's, that, it's that kind of deal. You don't know until we get there and find out, you know, what, you know is, she, is it going to blow or not? And it's in my opinion, it's going to blow either way, whether Trump loses or or whoever. Okay, because if Trump doesn't get in there, it's going to blow, and if that dickhead gets in there, it's going to blow anyway too. So there you have it. <laughs> well, Cherokee Rose, watching on Periscope, says McConnell is the biggest rhino. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> I'm starting. I'm starting to think she's got the right idea. Uh, Mitch McConnell is proving that uh, he can't be trusted. I'm sorry, the man just cannot be trusted. And she includes the following hashtags: hashtag Ditch Mitch and hashtag Term Limits. The downside to term limits, and I, I, I don't know if I've said this. Uh, before, I, I know I've said this before. But I don't know if I've I've, I've really uh, explained it enough. Um, the fact is that term limits um, they would have to they would have to go come down in a, in a vote in the Congress and the Senate. Neither chamber is going to vote for term limits. I firmly believe the American people should have the right to decide on term limits for the Congress and the Senate. And the, the 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 fact that you know it, it's it's up to them. Uh, let's face the reality; they're not going to vote term limits. Term limits for them would 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 mean that these career politicians would be out of a job, and they don't want that. They don't want that at all. Oh no. Term limits? Bad idea in their eyes. And that's both sides of the aisle. So let's see. Would term limits be a good idea? I think so. Joining us on the phone line at 347 945 Five seven four seven is Mike from Louisiana. The crazy Cajuns here. All right, Mike, how you doing, man? Well, I th- I think term limits would be a heck of an idea, but like you said, uh, they're not going to do it. And look, the thing with the Senate, where you know where they change. Remember, they change the law. Was the the Constitution stated that the legislature appointed the senators at one point, and and fucking Woodrow Wilson changed that. But that's that's neither here nor there. We should go back to that too, you know. Go back to the legis—is it the legislature or the, go- the legislature appointing the senators? We should go back to that as well, you know. But that's that's not what we're talking about. And yeah, you're right. You know, 
ditch Mitch and all that crap. The thing is, is his his he is tied to China through her through his wife's uh, shipping firm, his wife's family, these shipping firms. And he hates the fact that uh, his <coughs> his business has been kind of curtailed because of what Trump's done with the trading policies, <coughs> you know, and and that's the deal. And we need a few more people like Tommy Tuberville, who who is a guy that's made already made his money. He he's got a Trump helped get elected basically, and the fact of the matter is, we need he's going to take a stand in the Senate. We know we got a few. We know that we got a a handful of guys that are take a stand in the house and, and uh, uh, McCarthy is not going to stop those guys. All right. So, um, so I, I'm talking about the January 6th issue and look, they're, they're going to try and pull the whole thing about him before about uh, Pence before Pence was there. It was with Trump. He was a basically an establishment guy. Yeah, he might have been, but I don't think he is anymore. You know, he's a career politician, no doubt, but I don't think he's an establishment guy anymore. And so that's I don't think that's going to work with Pence. And say, you know, and. To tell you the truth, I think if enough people in the Senate and the House stand up and contest these electors, Pence is going to have no choice but to say, because of the irregularities and the, and this is going to piss the liberals off because they're going to say, well, you can't prove that, you know, because of the irregularities and the fraud. In this elect in these six states, we're going to throw out these electors. Now he could go one of two ways. He could throw out one set of electors and take the other set of electors that most of these states have sent. I think uh, Pennsylvania has, and Nevada, and Arizona, and and what you call it. Or he could throw out both sets of electors. Now, that last that last thing I don't think is a is a lot is a viable plan because that if most of these states send dueling sets of electors and he throws out both sets of electors and they end up throwing out both sets of electors, nobody gets to two seventy, right? Am I am I am I doing my math right, George? Oh, you're doing your well. See the in the with the Republican electors, uh, their vote carries carries Trump over the two seventy threshold. In the with with the electors that that have been that the you know that, that have been appointed to go to uh, the joint session of, of the Congress and the Senate, uh, their electors. Have Biden winning, so there's compete. Yes, yeah, so there is competing um, electors, uh, but what the problem here is, okay, 
and and uh, <clears throat> let me let me pull up the uh, story one more time here. Uh, uh, and get to that one part in here. Uh, you, you, what it says here is you need once you would need at least one senator uh, to side with. Uh, Congressman Mo Brooks uh, to force a debate on the matter. Okay? Now, once that takes place, it is very likely that the 12th Amendment will be invoked. And if that happens, well, we just have to wait and see what happens. It has to be taken step by step. So we're going to see what happens on January 6th. Now, January 6th, um, let's see, when is January 6th on the calendar here? Let me, that's a Wednesday. Um, I am going to do everything I can to carry the, uh, the congressional, uh, the, the congressional vote count that day. On the video platforms uh, that that I use to broadcast this show, and we will see in real time what's going to take place if they actually uh, show it, and depending on what time they do show it. But we, but Firefox News Online will carry it if at all possible. So you'll be everyone will get a chance to see everything in real time, and we will carry it in its entirety. Uh, on that day, provided we can carry it at all. So keep your fingers crossed and hope that Firefox News Online gets to do its job and present it to the American people in real time. Uh, we should be able to because I, I, I have the direct feed from the floor of the Congress uh, which uh, bypasses the uh, mainstream media feeds. And it's available to anyone. So I can cast that feed without any concerns of uh, people jumping, the, jumping down my throat with quote-unquote copyright infringement and all that other crap. So we will see what happens on that day. Mm -hmm. But let's also bear in mind, January 5th is the Georgia runoff election. And my hope is that uh, uh, that Purdue and Loeffler are able to secure their seats and the Republicans can retain control of the Senate, which would be a stick in, the, which is, which is something that would stick in the craw of the Democrats because and then they would have a difficult time getting things passed. And we can only hope that the, you know that the Republicans maintain control of the Senate. If they do not, then our country will be in dire jeopardy. 
everything that that President Trump has done in the last four years could very easily be wiped out. And we could see Obama 2.0 right there in our faces. So let's see what happens on January 6th and see what happens with the Georgia runoff as well. All right. Okay, George, uh, there are a number of these streamers that I like to watch, like on YouTube and stuff, and they are going to be streaming, and they're conservative guys. They're going to try and be streaming from, well, what essentially is that big rally they're expecting in Washington, you know, uh, uh, for, I guess, for Trump and stuff like that. You know, and now the thing is, is will with all the streaming that's going to be going on. I mean, with that, with that potential rally, I mean, it's going to be tough to get a clean feed out of that. Now, granted, you're you're talking about like C-SPAN or whatever the congressional feed, whatever wherever you get the is it it's generally C-SPAN, right? Let, let me let me let me let me hold on a second, Mike. Let me explain what's going on here. This the 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 House of Representatives and this the United States Senate have their own feeds, their own cameras that they transmit from. They are not C-spans. They are not Fox Newses. They are not MSNBCs. They are not CNNs. They are. It is their own congressional feed, their own Senate feed. So, as far as that is concerned, that is a clean, a clean, uh, a clean uh, feed to work with for me to transmit the January six uh, vote count and so forth. It will. I will not be affected by right. C-SPAN or CNN or MSNBC or even Fox. So none of them can claim copyright of a a government feed that is paid for by the taxpayers. Follow me? Yeah. As far as yeah. as far as a rally and stuff like that, that's that's something that you just take your risk with. And this is one of the reasons why I don't do anything on YouTube anymore as far as broadcasting. After what they did to me uh, broadcasting President Trump's State of the Union address that that one time, uh, I, I basically you know resolved myself to the conclusion that if I were to broadcast on YouTube, it would be a problem, even if I'm using the the governmental feed, because the government feed somebody could try and do a copyright claim on YouTube just to knock me out of the ballpark. And that's why I won't use YouTube for this. That's why I will be on Periscope, Twitch, Vaughn Live, Trovo Live, and D Live. This broadcast this broadcast is on five video platforms, two internet radio platforms. 
So I have the ability to, thankfully, with the video side, uh, use the congressional feed when Congress is on, this, is on the floor of the House of Representatives and when the Senate meets uh, on the floor of the Senate. Even there, even with the congressional, um, with, with the congressional uh, committees and the Senate committees, they also have their own camera feeds that are not connected to C-SPAN or the or the mainstream media uh, networks. So in in using that, I have something that I can work with that I won't get copyright infringement attacks for, because. There is no copyright infringement involved when I use those two feeds. Because again, these are these are cameras that are paid for by the American people. Okay, through our tax dollars. So C-SPAN, MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News, they can't claim copyright infringement because it's not their cameras. It's not their feeds. If I go to do something with a rally, I'm taking a ch I'm taking chances. Right. Now, given the given that aspect, um, the only thing that might slow me down are technical difficulties, <laughs> which uh, thankfully I was able to correct a technical issue involving Periscope before going on the air tonight. Thank God that was able to be fixed because Cherokee Rose gets to see my furry face on the camera. Yes, I know. I should. I should really do something <laughs> about this Brillo pad hanging on my hanging off my face. Uh, but you know, it's uh, not. <laughs> hey, listen. What can I say? I've got the Grizzly Adams look. It's clean. It's trim. It's nice. But still, it's got that salt and pepper gray in it. So I'm like. You're the old man of broadcasting, folks. <laughs> and, there, and in there lies the proverbial fun rub. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just had to throw that out there. I, I couldn't resist. Okay, here we go. Moving right along. Got two items here regarding... Two more items here regarding Mitch McConnell. And the first one involves McConnell blocking Senator Schumer's unanimous consent request for the $2,000 stimulus checks. Which to me makes absolutely no sense. So, let me see, which one came first? I want to make sure I do that. Okay, it's the, the first one here. This one's first. Okay. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has blocked an effort to approve higher stimulus checks. The Kentucky Republican objected to Minority Leader Chuck Schumer's request for unanimous consent on the House-passed bill Tuesday. Members of the House recently voted to increase stimulus payments from $600 to $2,000. The bill passed with bipartisan support in a 275 to 134 vote on Monday, which included 44 Republicans. This fulfilled the two-thirds majority needed to pass in the lower chamber. 
Now, President Trump had expressed disapproval of the smaller stimulus payments while noting the bill focused too much on foreign aid and not enough on Americans. The measure would cost around $464 billion in addition to the multi-trillion dollar spending package. Not enough money is given to small businesses, and in particular restaurants, whose owners have suffered so grievously. It's called the COVID relief bill, but it has almost nothing to do with COVID, he stated. Senators on both sides of the aisle have backed President Trump's push to increase the stimulus payments. For instance, Senator Lindsey Graham, Republican from South Carolina, took to Twitter to praise the president's move. Meanwhile, Senator Marco Rubio, Republican from Florida, also voiced his support. He stated, I agree with the president that millions of working class families are in dire need of additional relief. President Trump's proposal has even garnered support from Democrats with Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer stating he will work to quickly pass the legislation. Meanwhile, McConnell is losing support among his party as Senator Josh Hawley, Republican from Missouri, Senator Marco Rubio of Florida, Senator David Perdue of Georgia, and Senator Kelly Loeffler, also of Georgia, have all shown support for the bill. The Senate Majority Leader said the upper chamber will begin the process of bringing the higher checks and a repeal of Section 230 into focus. Hmm. So, once again, the Republican in name only, Mitch, I don't give a shit, McConnell, is, I don't know, what, what is this fucker thinking? I'm starting to really dislike this guy by the way he's acting. Okay? I mean, when you've got a, a, a senator like Lindsey Graham saying in, on Twitter, Congress will vote on additional stimulus checks and repealing Section 230, all wins for the American people. Well done, Mr. President. Okay? When, when you've got a senator saying something like that, I mean, you got to ask yourself, what the fuck is this Senate Majority Leader doing? Why is he acting like such a dick? Gunslinger, let me start with you on this one. I don't know. It's uh, Mitch the bitch. Um, it's, it really showed his true colors, I guess. Um, I said somewhere today that he was going to reintroduce something, part of it. He may still pass it through. I don't know. See, there's another one of those things. You know, we don't know which way he's going to fucking go on it. Um, he's going, his career is going to be ended if he, if he don't. Okay. <laughs> I mean, these. I guess these people love committing political suicide, I guess. I, it's the only thing I can think of. Well, they're really that stupid. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> I think uh, McConnell has, uh, if if the Senate retains majority, uh, in the, if the Republicans maintain a majority of the Senate, uh, expect Mitch McConnell to no longer be the the 
Senate Majority Leader as far as uh, his being there, being uh, in that position is concerned. Um, and I would think the Republicans would choose someone who is more apt to uh, work for the American people uh, than what Mitch McConnell has shown of late. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Well, yeah, I would I would assume that too. You know, he even though even though he's done some good work with judges, you know, Mitch McConnell and getting judges confirmed, other things, you know, he's done that have not really helped the president. You know, and this is just another one. I mean, look, remember. Pelosi and stuff says he he won the battle with Pelosi in terms of how much to give with the checks, right? Pelosi wanted, I think, six, was going to agree to the six hundred dollars the Senate sent over, but but he won with her, and she said uh, when he said two thousand dollars, she said that basically she said bring it, right? So. Well. Originally, the Democrats wanted two thousand dollars for the, you know, for the American people, and President Trump was kind of, That's right. you know, kind of on the fence about that. Uh, but with the president now saying, you know, the American six hundred dollars is basically he's saying that six hundred dollars to the American people to, for individuals is a slap in the face during a time of of. of of issues with because of the COVID nineteen pandemic and all the lockdowns. I mean, you're talking about people who are being uh, forced to close their businesses permanently, putting people out of work as a result. Uh, while two thousand dollars, you know, is not exactly a great, you know, it's not a, it's not the greatest as far as help is concerned, but it's better than six hundred dollars. You know. At least, you know, they, they stand a chance of uh, making a mortgage payment or putting money toward their rent and paying other bills, whatever, whatever they can pay. Uh, it, it can mean the difference for some folks who don't have food stamps, you know, the SNAP benefits, uh, and, you know, putting food on their table to, to feed their families. Uh, because couples will get... They're proposing $4,000 for couples, which means a family uh, would, would be able to feed their family, keep a roof over their head, pay the bills, and so forth. Um, but if Mitch McConnell is so dead set against it, I would want, I'd, I'd love to know why. Okay, fiscal responsibility might be an answer from him, let's say. Right now, fiscal responsibility is not as important as helping the American people. The stimulus checks are one aspect. The other thing is, with all this money for foreign countries, uh, they really don't need it, because a lot of them are getting it for unspecified reasons. Now, with Israel, for example, it's to help help their... Help them with 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 military uh, assets because Israel is an ally of the United States and has been a strong ally in the intelligence community, especially. 
um, I can understand helping Israel. I can. Okay? But Burma? Cambodia? Pakistan? No. Ukraine? No. Egypt? What do they need the money for? Seriously. Okay, Pakistan, we find out for gender studies. Who gives a shit about gender studies? I don't. So what Mitch McConnell is doing, Mike, is basically saying to the American people, these things are more important than you. So Mitch McConnell, I hope somebody tells you that I'm asking this question, and you best have a good fucking answer for it. What the fuck is your problem? Are you with us or against us? Let me know now so we can see you voted out of your seat when the time comes. And a Republican with more balls than you've got put in. You know, he's happy right where he is, you know. Whereas you got a guy like, you know, you got a guy like uh, uh, Ted Cruz, who apparently is going to be one of these guys in the Senate that's going to stand up on January 6th and contest the election that still thinks he has the ability to, uh, you know, become president at some point, which he might very well have, but he's going to stand up. And to tell you the truth, I would much rather have Ted Cruz as the Senate Majority Leader, assuming that Lawford and Purdue win, than, than uh, what's his face, than Mitch McConnell. Hmm. George? Well, yeah. Well, here's something, uh, the other item that I, I wanted to bring into this. Now, apparently, and this, this came out later in the day from the first story, Mitch McConnell has introduced a competing bill for the $2,000 stimulus checks. Okay, let's see what, he, what he's offering here. What, what could he be putting out there? In an effort to compete with the Democrat-approved bill, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell introduced his own bill to provide $2,000 stimulus checks. Okay. McConnell proposed the new bill on Tuesday shortly after he rejected a request for unanimous consent on the House's bill. Unlike the Democrat-approved bill, however, McConnell's version would repeal Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. Additionally, it would set up a commission to study voter fraud. This came after Senator Bernie Sanders... Now, you know, I, I really wish people would make up their mind. He's not a Democrat. He's an independent. But I think they goofed when they wrote this story over at One America. They say he's a. They call, they're referring to him as a Democrat from Vermont, but he's actually an. He's actually an a registered independent from Vermont. Uh, but Bernie Sanders vowed to delay a vote to override President Trump's veto of the NDAA, which is the National Defense Authorization Act. 
until the Senate votes on the stimulus payments. McConnell's bill could provide a workaround to that filibuster. Now, in a tweet from President Trump, he says, unless Republicans have a death wish, and it is also the right thing to do, they must approve the $2,000 payments ASAP. $600 is not enough. Also, get rid of Section 230. Don't let big tech steal our country. And don't let the Democrats steal the presidential election. Get tough. Hmm. Okay. So, in this new bill that McConnell put out there, uh, he, you know, he, he, he wants to provide the $2,000 stimulus checks. In his version of the bill, it would repeal Section 230 of the Communications Decency Act. Okay. Uh, it would also set up a commission to study voter fraud. Okay. Well, I was rather surprised that Bernie Sanders was vowing to delay the vote to override Trump's veto of the National Defense Authorization Act until the Senate votes on the stimulus payments. And apparently with McConnell's bill providing a workaround to that filibuster, the filibuster may become moot. So now the question here is, will this bill do will this bill get the, the passage it needs? Or will it cause a further delay in the American people getting the help it needs? Mike, I'll start with you on that. The simple answer I can give you is, you know, I don't know. You know, because if we were, what you're saying about the bill is true and there is a workaround of a, of a filibuster in it, then we know there's something else with, uh, now granted, you're right about Bernie Sanders. He, he's an independent, he's a socialist independent, but he caucuses with the Democrats. That's, that's how that was. But anyway, uh, yeah, he, uh, uh, this this whole work, this whole kerfuffle. How much we're gonna have, give people? I mean, remember the first time, the first what was it, twelve hundred dollars? The first time they gave us a uh, stimulus. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was twelve hundred dollars, and they said, and there were rumors that there that there was gonna be a next time, and it was gonna be somewhere in the, you know, it was gonna go. Mm, 10, 15 percent or whatever it was at the time, which would have put in put put it over uh, allegedly put it over two thousand dollars. Well, if that was going to be the case last time, then why not? You know, why not do it that way? 
but then again, these people just, it's, a, it's all a, a circus at times. And this whole situation is contributing to the circus. I, just give us our money. You, yeah, yeah. Hey, assholes, give us our money. You know, you take our money every April the 15th, you know, and people who, you know, people who don't believe this, when I tell them this, they, that getting a tax refund is the government telling you that it made a mistake, that it took too much of your money. That's what a tax refund is. So, you know, oh, they're, they're, they made a mistake. Or they, they meant to give us this money. Or whatever, whatever, whatever some of these idiot people t- say about tax refunds. But, that, but just, just give us the $2,000. Just uh, work around and get us the $2,000, please. President wanted it in the first place. Give it, give it to us. Now, granted, I'll, like I said, it's a circus. He has, even though with the he's done good with the judges, Mitch McConnell does not like he's establishment. He does not like President Trump, and that's and I think that goes into part of this why he's acting this way, you know, in terms of being crusty, crusty old Mitch, you know, <laughs> old fart, get off my lawn, you know. Get out my White House, you know that type of stuff. Back to you, George. Well, yeah, I mean, Mitch McConnell reminds me of of this this when when I was in my teens. He reminds me of this old curmudgeon, this old guy that you know. Eh, what are you kids doing on my lawn? He reminds me of Walter. Okay. You know, the, the marionette that, uh, what's his name, uses? Okay. Kind of reminds me of that. You know. And what are you kids doing on my lawn? Yeah. Get off my lawn. Yeah. Or, and of course, look, while looking at this one kid, who happens to be his grandchild going, the only kid on my lawn is my grandson. Yeah. Let's you get off my lawn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's just that simple when you look at it. He reminds me of an old geezer with an attitude problem. Okay. Now I'm getting older. And, and and you don't see me with that kind of attitude, do you? Okay. I mean, okay. Yes, I can get pretty testy at times. Granted. I can get downright mean at times. I can get real rotten at times. But I'm a nice person, I've been told over. All bullshit. <laughs> so you know, Mitch, Mitch McConnell, he's got a few of you, a few screws going in the wrong direction. If you know what I mean. 
Sometimes he's like, you know, know, sometimes he can do the right thing, but most of the time lately it's been cuckoo, 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 cuckoo. Mitch McConnell reminds me of Mr. Wilson from from Dennis and Menace. Menace. Oh, Jesus. Nice analogy, Mike. I like that. <laughs> oh no, here comes Dennis again. Only instead of being Dennis, it's like, oh no, here comes Trump again. He's the <laughs> old establishment Republican. Yeah, Trump, Trump. Trump is his Dennis the Menace. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, no comment there. Uh, you know, but hey, oops, wrong thing. That's better. See, one of the things that I've I've learned about Mitch McConnell and Gunslinger, I'd like to hear. I'd like to hear what you think about this about this assessment of Mitch McConnell. He re- he's an old-fashioned establishment Republican who sits there and goes, and then decides to say, "Well, well uh, uh, I I think that uh, uh, you know, and I and, and I believe that uh, uh, he kind of he's kind of like trying to do a cheesy Jimmy Stewart impression of Mister Smith goes to Washington." That's what Mitch McConnell reminds me of. Is that a fair assessment, Gunslinger? Yeah, I would say. I mean, you know, the the, the, the old fart's been in there since dinosaurs. I mean, so, I mean, just like all these other, you know, they had dinner with dinosaurs. That's how long they've been in there. They need to go, okay, because it's just uh, it's it's not dinosaur season anymore. Okay, moved up a little bit since that since that time. But uh, you know, I don't know. It's just it's maybe he with this bill that he reintroduced. Maybe we will get the two thousand dollars. I guess we'll have to see again. Okay, there's another waiting period. Go ahead. Yeah, well, I, I, I'll put it to you like this, brother. I, I, and, and I think uh, you and Mike and uh, Cherokee Rose uh, will get a, get, might get a kick out of it. I don't know. But um, the way I look at it is this. Mitch McConnell is, for the lack of a better way of putting it, He's that old school, old style mentality career politician that has uh, that has been around since the dinosaur age. I mean, every time he st- he st- he stands on the Senate floor, if he farts, you know you you'll see dust coming up out coming out from back there. Okay, I mean seriously, I I, I think I think one day I saw him standing there talking about something on the Senate floor. And all of a sudden, 
you saw a dust uh, you saw a dust fly out fly out to toward the chairs i mean he's a di he's definitely dinosaur material no doubt in my mind so uh, yeah when he fought he fought pieces of that uh of that uh, uh asteroid that hit the earth during the age of the dinosaurs <laughs> exactly i mean look Cherokee Rose said it best in that hashtag, term limits. I firmly believe the American people should have the right to decide on the, on the issue of term limits. That should be a national, ref, a national referendum vote where the people decide on whether there should be term limits for members of the Senate and the Congress. Because then we will see people like Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, Pelosi, Waters, and God knows how many others, regardless of political persuasion, end up going by the way of, sadly enough, I hate to pick on the dinosaurs. I mean, it's a shame, but it's true. They'll go the way of the dinosaur. But the question becomes, if term limits were introduced, if, if let's say the American people were given the, the opportunity to vote on term limits. And the American people voted overwhelmingly that the Senate and Congress should have term limits, just like the president does. Um, at what point could that backfire on the American people? I mean, we, we see, we, we saw this with the four members of the squad, socialist uh uh, these socialist women who want to do like Trump, like Obama wanted to do when he was holding the, host the presidency hostage for all those eight years and sit there and go, you know, with, with, we, we could end up getting someone as bad as they are. Okay. The, so the question becomes, should we, the people, make this kind of... Should we be given that choice? Should we, the American people, have that right to decide term limits and not the Congress and Senate? Um, Gunslinger, starting with you on this question. About the term limits? Well, of course. I think they should have term limits. Hell yeah. I mean, I think they had term limits back in the founding fathers' days, I think. Uh, you know, that's what the whole role of government is. It only should be taken out of the closet when needed. That's what they did back then. They went to Washington, decided uh, whatever they needed to decide, took care of business, and come back home. You know, bam, bam, thank you, ma'am. Okay. So it wasn't a very, you know, rocket scientist. You didn't have to be a rocket scientist to figure that one out. So, but the reason that they are not going to probably never vote and that something forces it to is because they're sitting on a fucking gold mine. I mean, these people, you know, you go in almost dead broke, okay, and you come out filthy rich, a multimillionaire. Look at Piglosi. Look what that bitch is worth, okay? Mm. She didn't really have a whole lot when she first came in there, but now she's worth over $100 million. Do you mind figuring, am I telling me how on 
what was it, two hundred something thousand dollars a year salary? I'd like to know how you can do turn that into over a hundred million dollars. Uh, so you see, that's why they don't want term limits. They would have to give up all that money. Go ahead. <laughs> well, I think it's nearly two hundred thousand dollars. I think it's somewhere in the neighborhood of like one hundred seventy-four, one hundred eighty thousand uh, dollars. So close to two hundred thousand dollars for salary. Yeah, but uh, they're making their millions on outside ventures. Okay on outside business deals and so forth. And people don't make no mistake. I don't care what side of the aisle they're on. There's there's got to be some insider trading going on. And that's why a lot of them are becoming millionaires. And it's it, it's unfortunate. But proving that is is the, is the task that's next to impossible. Okay, it really is. Um, I, I I wish we I wish it could be proven, because a lot of these these politicians involved in insider trading would be exposed. And I think you'll find that two thirds of the of the Congress and the Senate combined uh, are involved in some form, one way or another, of insider trading. So yeah, they're 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 making their millions, no doubt about that. Uh, but the question is the, the question I'm raising here, uh, Gunslinger, is should the American people decide on term limits? Should it be get, put in the hands of the American people to vote on whether there are term limits or not for members of the Congress and Senate? Well, so yeah, I mean, uh, where else are you going to put it to put the vote in? You think you're going to let them? vote that you know why they're going to vote fuck no are you kidding we don't want that you know that's you know this it's the same thing that um when all these idiots want a pay raise they vote themselves a pay raise well wait a minute was we consulted on that the people was we how about asking us first you dumb fucks you work for us but they just vote their vote themselves a pay raise in fuck you fuck me fuck everybody except them Oh, yes, we approve that, yes, uh-huh. But you only get $600 in the industry, supposedly, okay? So it's the same thing. What's the difference? Good. Mike, what about you? What do you think? Should the American people be given the right okay. to decide to term limits? They should, but it's a, the term limit deal is a double-edged sword. Okay, here's the deal. The Louisiana people, oh, I say about ten, about twenty years ago, about around two thousand, two thousand one, voted uh, term limits for the people in the Louisiana House and the Louisiana Senate. All right, mm -hmm. Louisiana legislature. Well, you know how to get around that. If they're term limited out of the House, guess what? They ran for the Louisiana Senate and vice versa. And then after whatever whatever the number of years they ran for that, if they're term limited, term limited out of that, then they run for the other. And it's a circle. Okay? So that is a double edged. But yeah, it, we should get the right. We should have the right 
to vote on term limits for these idiots. And now, granted, there are certain places where that really doesn't matter. You could term limit her out all the, you know, all you want. You're just going to get another Democrat in that seat in San Francisco. You know, same thing for uh, same thing for Chuck the Schmuck. You know, same thing for uh, uh, AOC and probably Presley and the rest of the squad. Same thing for all these the rest of these Democrats in these city in these big cities. You're going to uh, in these Democrat-run states. You're going to get a Democrat. So, yeah, you may get rid of one bad apple, but you're replacing it with an even worse one, probably. And to tell you the truth, you're right about the insider trading and all the under-the-cover business deals. I mean, I've, I've, if you want to see a good movie about this, go and look up uh, Eddie Murphy's The Distinguished Gentleman. And basically what he said, he's a comment who runs, who won like an office due to the name, due to his name, what he, what he was named, but what he said is it's where the money is. It's the biggest. It's the biggest con game of all, and you know Washington is where the money is. You know, and so that's what these people are doing. They get elected, like you said. They may be worth a million dollars. Let's just say a small businessman who's been in business for a while. You know, is worth. Maybe five hundred thousand dollars or whatever, a million dollars or whatever, you know. And he decides to run for the U.S. House of Representatives. Well, it takes a lot of money, but when he gets there, he's going to make that money back with interest, because everybody knows that they're going within two years they're going to have to run again, and. That's where the corruption comes in because, oh, we got this money uh, over here to give you or we we found a way to give you some stock that's going to make you a lot of money, but uh, but you have to come down to XYZ issue in our favor. Vote for that or against that issue because it hurts us or vote for that issue because it'll help us. That's how it works. Now, I agree. I've said it, I'll say it again. The American people, by referendum, should have the right to vote on term limits. But it'll never happen for the, for the above reasons we've stated. And they don't want to ruin the con game. George? Well... <clears throat> In in that in in the, in the grand scheme of things, uh, yes, term limits are, are a good idea. Okay, and I will not sit here and say they're not, but there is the downside to them. We could end up getting someone even worse than the person leaving the seat. It's a chance that, sadly, would have to be taken, but. Thankfully, term limits would mean they wouldn't be able to run for that congressional seat again. Now, in the term limits, 
the way based on what you said, what what happened in uh, Louisiana with the Louisiana Senate and the Louisiana con uh, House, uh, with the revolving door that they're that they're doing because of a loophole, close that loophole when it comes to uh, the federal side. Okay. In there, put it down as once your term in the Congress and or the Senate is completed, you cannot run for a Senate seat or a congressional seat. Your time as a public servant has concluded, period. That would be the only way to really guarantee that that revolving door loophole gets closed. Okay? So, I, I think what, what really has to happen is it needs to be put in the hands of the American people with that loophole clo door closing option on the table. But again, no Republican, no Democrat will ever agree to term limits if it's left in their hands. And that's why I say the American people should have that option. All right. Uh, this is something that uh, one of the stories that I was not able to get to last night that I wanted to get to, uh, and it, it comes out of New York City. Uh, apparently, NYPD officers are, are facing increasing terror threats. Now listen to this, everybody. New York police officers are on edge as they fear for their lives amid a rise in terror threats. On Sunday, NYPD officers evacuated the Empire State Building after responding to a possible bomb threat. This came just two days after a bomb rocked downtown Nashville, further raising concerns of such bombings around the U.S. Authorities in Nashville said police could have been the targets in the Christmas blast. When you come in and out of your precinct, or wherever you work out of, you have to be aware that there are many. There may be people that are watching you, surveilling you, following you to see where you'll go, to see where you live. Security expert Manny Gomez stated. The department's quick response came weeks after an internal report suggested officers could be the targets of terrorist attacks. The report warned officers of possible homicide of home, excuse me, homemade bomb attacks, which could involve IEDs and car bombs. Additionally, the report cited alleged Al-Qaeda propaganda circulating in recent months, which urges radicals to attack priority targets. This includes police and soldiers. Officials noted limitations imposed on officers from the COVID-19 pandemic and defund the police policies are dwindling officers' abilities to defend themselves. They're capitalizing on the defund the police and anti-police issues, Gomez added. They're targeting police officers when they have less resources than they had before this. NYPD officers have been targeted in recent and past alleged terrorist attacks, 
with the most recent happening in June. Three officers were attacked in what authorities called an Islamist terrorist attack. Two of the officers were stabbed and one was shot. Additionally, one bystander was accidentally killed in 2018 by a homemade bomb targeting a police officer. Now, what happened in Nashville, uh, and Gunslinger uh, put this in, put something in the uh, Facebook FFNO News and Topic Room, and I want to get to that. I want to show that video on on the uh, feed here. So if you'll bear with me while I grab that, uh, that is if if it'll let me. Uh, this new interface by that Facebook has put out that looks almost like a cell phone interface is absolutely positively the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Uh, let me see if I can backtrack here a little bit to where that video is. Okay. So, let me kill the audio feed here. And of course, the audio did not kill. So, um, now what you're about to see, ladies and gentlemen, uh, is going to be very disturbing. This is body cam footage. So let me uh, see what we can do to put this out there. There. Ah, there we go. Now what you're seeing here is what you're blasted. I'll wind it back here real quick here because... This was, come on, come on, there. Now what you're seeing is the actual body cam footage uh, released by Nashville Metro Police. And this is just in the moments before the blast. Now this is an officer's body cam. And watch carefully off in the distance where my, where my mouse is pointing. Okay. What you're about to see is very disturbing. Now, the footage of the evacuation prior to the explosion uh, it's just looking around, and of course, uh, the, uh, this, this is disturbing because uh, this is the first time I'm actually looking at this footage. Now, uh, Gunslinger, if I'm not mistaken, the bomb was set off uh, in an RV. Uh, now, this is uh, just yes. moments before the explosion, what we're looking at now. 
uh, for those of you watching on the video platform. Um, we should be seeing the explosion coming up very shortly. And here you see uh, a police cruiser. And I'm not sure when the explosion happens in this video because again I'm this, I'm seeing this for the for the for the first time. Um, the officers are, are at the back of their cruiser. Now the question becomes when does the explosion take place? We don't I don't know for certain for certain. So watch carefully he's got his hand in front of the camera which wish they wouldn't do that <laughs> block their camera like that now why did it go back to that point Okay, I guess he took off his uh, body cam vest. Now it says on the video, also many conspiracy theories. Um, so there you see the explosion. So here is, that is the uh, plume of smoke from the explosion. Now, here's another view of everything uh, from the sun. That is the explosion right there. Now watch carefully. You'll see, you see here in the upper, the upper left corner, uh, I don't know if that's where the explosion takes place, but uh, th again, this this video was provided by the Sun on YouTube. And of course, the video we're looking at again is provided by the Metropol by the Metropolitan Nashville Police Department. All right, so he's putting his uh, web his uh, body cam back in place. Uh, now he's hustling it on foot. So, we may see the explosion even much more close up than, uh, the, than what we saw in the previous video. Now, there's his partner right there. 
Now, of course, to those of you listening on the video platform, um, now I don't know if this is after the fact or if it or if the explosion has has not happened yet. Um, I just don't know. I don't know what what's going on here. Now they may have been tipped off about this too, Gunslinger. I don't know if that's the if that was the case. Why the police are out in force like that? Okay, I see fire so they, off to the right of the knew, body cam. Yeah, they knew about it. They had already received the reports of the thing, you know, say that there's going to be an explosion and all this shit. And these cops are already down there. They already had the bomb squad in in route, but it was too late. It had already, you know, the bomb squad didn't, didn't get there in time because it had already it had already blown up. But they knew about it, you know, prior to it blowing up. That's why they were trying to get the people out. This is after it, it blew up. What I'm seeing right now, yeah. <clears throat> Now, this goes right in line with what's been with what with 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 the concerns about the uh, about uh, terror threats against police. We don't know if this was the result of, of an Al Qaeda action or what. Uh, I know they've been yeah. investigating uh, this incident quite extensively. I don't know what the what the whole uh, story is on this. I don't think it. It's not a. I don't think it's a. It's a threat against the police because the thing would have blown up when those three cops were walking just past the RV. If he really wanted to kill cops, well, there's three of them right there. I mean, gee, that's a target. Okay, but they. But the recording said to clear the area. So obviously he didn't want anybody killed. Well, obviously himself because he got blown up in the thing. But I don't think it, it's an indication that he does. He didn't want anybody else hurt. He just had a vendetta against AT and T for some reason. Didn't now. My question is, and I heard, I listened to the to the audio of the thing happening in real time or whatever. Didn't I hear somebody say that? They said that units, unit, clear the area or something to that effect on a gun. Well, they said something about clear the clear the area of the units or something like that. It was it was probably probably referring to the police get everybody out, including yourself, because this thing is going mm-hmm. yeah, this thing is going to blow. Okay, it's obviously this cop, those three that walked past it. Obviously, didn't believe it too well because when that cop ran around the corner back to his squad car and would put in, he was he just opened his trunk and he turned and all of a sudden, boom, it blew. I mean, I would have had to go home and change my pants. I mean, just less than two minutes, I was walking right by that motherfucker. Oh wow, jeez, that's talk about a close call. That's a fucking close call. Mm-hmm.
Well, Cherokee Rose is, is saying in, in, on Periscope uh, that she doesn't believe that we're being given the whole story about the explosion by the FBI. And that's just her opinion, of course. And, you know, that's, that is very, that's very likely. You know, we, we may not be told everything. Uh, they may be withholding information because it's an ongoing investigation. But given the FBI's reputation of late, eh, I don't know. Well, you can clearly see that the RV exploded because there's now you see it, now you don't. <laughs> In little pieces, okay. Obviously, it blew all of all of all the hell, okay. And then the things that are burning are them cars around it. Because once the thing exploded, it set them cars on fire, and then they exploded, gas tank, whatever, and that exploded. Well, the AT and T building, the not the first floor, but the second floor. Looks like it had a bunch of windows in there. So that's why it blew completely through the building and blew out the other side, therefore damaging all that equipment in between. Because that cop, the one that, that got his vest on, he walked around the back of the AT&T building and was walking down, and you could see the windows and doors blown out. In fact, you can see it right there, plywood to that plywood over the windows. Those were blown off the windows right there. And around the corner, down down the, down that back side right there, that's where the the, the doors, the big glass doors, and the, and the other windows were blown out. In fact, you'll see it coming up right here. If he tells him to get out or get away, the other side. And the cop with the body cam, he starts walking around the corner and down that behind the AT and T building. And you'll see the damage. So that sucker blew all the way through that fucking building. <laughs> Where the hell? Yeah, there ain't no more RV left. <laughs> Trust me. To do that kind of damage to a fucking building, you see how long that building is from street to street. Mm. Take a hell of a, a hell of a blast. Yeah, I, I, I'm sharing the video. Yeah, the video that, that I'm playing right now. Oh wow! Yeah, the the, the, the windows remember. are blown out and. You see glass on the. You see all the glass on the on the ground there. That other cop car right there is spitting right in front of the main. I guess that's the main entrance. That window's blown out, completely blown out. And then the big doors right there. When he looks in right there, all that shit's blown out. Well, you see the glass on the sidewalk. Uh, this. There's there's so much. Uh, I mean, here it is. You know, we're coming up. We're coming up on the end of 2020, in just a matter of days. And for something like this to to happen, uh, certainly there there's uh, there's a lot. You know, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot. You know, questions that need to be answered. There's a lot of questions that do need answering. Whether more will be revealed by the FBI is anybody's guess. We'll just have to see. Now, both my callers have disappeared in the chat room. 
I'm here. Oh, my right. computer went off. Yeah, Gunslinger, I don't see you in there. And Mike, I don't see your name in there in the Mixler chat. What happened, fellas? The computer that I had running went off. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, there you are. I just saw you pop in a second ago. Uh, but yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I begin to question a lot of what's happening uh, with this. You know, uh, the question becomes right now, uh, how much of this, uh, how much of this uh, situation uh, or situations like this, I should say, are, are going to happen before this year is over? Well, what's really got me fooded is why haven't they disclosed what kind of explosive that was used? Dynamite, nitro, fertilizer. Why are they keeping it? You know they know by now. Yeah, yeah. Well, they know. You know they know by now because all you gotta do is make a quick chemical analysis of the damn the parts there and find out what kind of explosive that that this was coated in. So, you know. Why are they keeping this? Why are they keeping that quiet? I mean, that's odd. It, it yeah, also yeah. raises another question, too, Gunslinger. Uh, you know, is, is the FBI withholding information uh, so not to give copycats uh, the chance to uh, do do a similar uh, a similar action? Um, I would think that likely. Um, the other thing, too, to consider, uh, fellas, is the, is the fact that uh, and, 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 and looking at this, you know, very carefully, uh, obviously the police were tipped off. Somebody told them that this was going to happen. And thankfully... From from the way I've been seeing it and what I've been reading, the the cops weren't tipped off. They responded to sounds of gunshots, you know, whatever minutes before this thing started talking, before this recording started talking, they responded to reports of gunfire in the area. Now, what they claim is that the gunshots were recorded within that recording. So you have your gunshots started playing first. I guess that's to get everybody's attention, saying, oh, I better call the cops, blah, 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 blah. I hear gunshots. And then, I don't know how many minutes when it started, the, 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 the gunshots and the thing started recording or playing, saying, you know, this thing's got a bomb or it's going to be, it's going to blow up, stay away, clear the area, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But they initially responded to gunshots in the area. Recorded or not, I, I, that's, that's the way yeah. I've heard it. Whether they change it or not, I don't know. Well, uh, Cherokee Rose uh, saying on Periscope, 
exactly. Why haven't they disclosed what was used in the explosion? Uh, again, the reason they may not be disclosing that at the present time uh, could have a lot to do with the fact that they, you know, they don't want to risk uh, copycats uh, coming out of the woodwork. Uh, and that, and that in itself is, 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 is that's a good idea to withhold that information, um, because um, you don't want copycats coming out of the woodwork. You don't want people doing something similar, and God forbid, you know, the, the next time something like this, if something like this were to happen as a result of a copycat. Uh, of course, God, God, God forbid, you know, people might end up getting hurt or killed. So withholding the information as to how it was done, uh, I think from, from, a lead, from a law enforcement standpoint, uh, makes perfect sense. So you, you, have to, you, have to, you, have to, you have to keep in mind that copycat criminals are, are always going to be out there. But if you if you limit the information uh, to the general public, the likelihood of copycats becomes less. Hmm. That that may be to to a point, but you know, as soon as it happened, within minutes, it's it's going it's going viral on the internet. I mean, boom, it's right there. So, regardless of what they fucking use, the explosion, dynamite, TNT. Uh, fertilizer it really at this point doesn't really matter because they know it's been done. They know that that uh, an RV has been blown up outside of an AT&T uh, switching station or communication station. So, you know, I, I mean, it's, it would be a good idea, yeah, but you're a little bit too late and you're withholding your information because, boom, it's there. I mean... <laughs> People are going to start recording. People got cell phones. I mean, oops! Now you see an RV. Now you don't. <laughs> you know where to go. So I don't know. Maybe well, a possibility. Think about it like this, okay? Uh, you have uh, yes, you have video of the explosion. The the type of vehicle that was used, but not what was used to create the explosion. You know, the, the 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 combination, whether it was a time bomb, nitro, uh, C4, you know, there's no mention of what was actually used uh, because by now I'm sure they have that, they have that based on, uh, on, on the evidence of what's, uh, of what's left. I mean, there, there's, there's always going to be uh, something there to provide them with uh, the results of, of, of what actually caused the explosion. Uh, timing devices, the works, if, if that's still uh, available to them as far as the evidence is concerned. The other thing, too, to consider is while you... While the video provides information just on the type of vehicle used and the lack of information as to what caused the, the actual explosion, 
Um, yes, people are going to be are going to speculate. They're going to want to know. Um, you know, they're they're going to want to know what caused it, and that's a natural. Uh, that is a, a very natural uh, Hello. curiosity. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. So far. And we lost Mike on the call. Uh-oh. Uh, he's, he started to say so far, and then we lost him. So let me see if I can uh, see if he's in the chat room still. Oh, he says night, and... He started to say so far, and then, then he hung up the line. So, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Very confusing. And we still, you know, there's one quick thing. that We still don't know the guy's background. Was he an ex ex employee of uh, AT and T? Did he get shafted? I mean, he he obviously had some issue with AT and T. Okay, because he parked the damn thing right in, right in the front door right there. Okay, so he didn't have any issues with any of those restaurants that were across the street or anything up and down the street there. And actually, there were two AT&T buildings in that area, one on the other end of the street and this one. So why did he choose this one? Was this one more technically, you know, more of a switching station or something? Because they said it took out Internet, phone, 911, and at least three states. Okay. So this is a major building. You know, they took out the Internet and the communication services and everything. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's kind of strange. I mean, a a brick, concrete, reinforced building, man, you're going to have to have some explosion power if you're going to really want to take that some bitch out like they did in Oklahoma City. Okay. I don't know. It's just, you know, did he have military training? Did, did he have training in, in explosives? When, okay, nobody knows. I mean, I don't know, and he was in there, so they say they found human remains splattered, obviously. So he was in that RV. So I don't know if it was a time or he probably detonated. He probably had a, a switch or something there to sayonara and hit the switch, and boom, whatever was in there went up. Because they haven't found any. They haven't. They didn't see. They didn't show or didn't say that they found any any um, evidence of, like, a thing with stuff full of propane tanks. Even then, exploding propane is not going to do that kind of damage. You're going to have to have something more more powerful. Okay. <laughs> you know, phew. to do that kind of damage and do the damage, you know, two, three hundred feet down each, you know, each way. You've seen the restaurant there, the restaurant right across from that cop, where that cop car was parked. The front of it was blown out. 
And the, and the thing was way down there where the fires were burning. So that was a hell of a guy. Well, actually, the, the buildings channeled, you know, part of the shockwave, you know, both directions and into that building. So, yeah. And the restaurants across the street, too. So, weird, weird, weird. Yeah, well, one thing's for certain. One thing is for certain, Gunslinger. Uh, we're, we're looking at a lot of factors. There's a lot of speculation, a lot of guesswork um, that we're doing here. But at the end of the day, will we know the full circumstances behind it? Will we actually uh, find out what was used and so forth? Maybe, maybe not. But I got news for you. That's not the only investigation the FBI is undertaking right now. Okay? Because apparently if they're, there's, they're investigating a suspicious fire at a, uh, at a black church as well. Um... So, let me get back to that story here. And the FBI, like I said, is investigating a suspicious fire at a black church in Massachusetts. The federal and local authorities are investigating a fire that destroyed a predominantly black church in western Massachusetts. The blaze erupted early Monday morning at the Martin Luther King Jr. Community Presbyterian Church in Springfield, a city west of Boston. Firefighters took about an hour to extinguish the, the flames. Springfield Fire Commissioner Bernard Calvi called the blaze highly suspicious because three other fires were reported in the area in the last three weeks. He described the fire as a potential hate crime and said the incident is being investigated as possible arson. First, you have to rule out any accidental causes before we can find a deliberate cause. So the cause and origin team is working on that, Commissioner Bernard Calvi said. Simultaneously, investigators from the FBI and Springfield Police are canvassing the area, talking to anybody who witnessed the fire. Fortunately, no one was injured in the fire, but officials said the church is unusable because of the extensive damage. Authorities are offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to an arrest and conviction. Hmm. A lot of very curious things are happening, suspicious in nature. The, the bombing in Nashville, now this. And, of course, um, you know, there, this um, highly suspicious, as uh, the fire commissioner put, uh, put it, uh, fire. And, of course, this is because three other fires were reported in the area in the last three weeks. So there's a lot of suspicious uh, circumstances involved there. 
So, anyway, what what are your thoughts on, on that on, on that investigation? Gun. Gunslinger. It would help if I unmute my fucking mic. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I was saying. Sounds like something I would do. There's a lot of crazy. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I, like I was saying, you know, there's a lot of crazy motherfuckers out there. There ain't no telling. It's like this guy. What the fuck? What, what, what crawled up his ass besides blow himself up? Do all that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't know. It's. it's you know, people, you know, their their fuse is being lit by all this other shit that's going on. You know, with the China bug and you know, the, the threat that fucking dickhead may get it get in there and not Trump. I mean, wow, people are on the verge of flipping. I think. I mean, I mean just look at look look at the stories. I mean, huge. <laughs> yeah, I think I think there 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 are a lot of. Sorry to say this, a lot of stupid people out there doing stupid shit. But as a, as a fireman, uh, I can safely say that when you've got fires being set week after week, it's no longer a question of, of it being accidental. Somebody is, is setting these fires. Is it a hate? Is it a hate crime? Possibility. The question. The question is, um, who's behind it and why? The re, you know what is the, what is the real motive? You know, um, hopefully the Springfield, Massachusetts Police Department and the FBI working together will will be able to figure this out, along with the arson investigation team. So. Hopefully, you know something will come of that. But yeah, I have to. I have to wonder though, why is everything like this happening so close to the end of the year? It seems rather odd to me that such incidents would be taking place so rapidly uh, toward the end of, of 2020. You know what I'm saying, Gun? Gun. Gunslinger, where'd you go? Okay, Gunslinger, apparently... A second here. Oh, he stepped away. <laughs> so I was talking to myself. How unfortunate. Oh, he was listening, but he can't respond right now. <laughs> oh, look at this, folks. Get a load of this. This is so cool. Let me switch mics here. I was on the handheld mic. because I went to get a cup of coffee. Or as a friend of mine comically would say, I was I was getting a cup of toffee. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Gunslinger says, back in a few minutes, going to whip up a cheesecake in the kitchen. I'm hearing, but won't be able to get to the mic. Okie dokie. Well, while we are in a lull, let me go back on camera here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, just to uh, bring you up to speed on, on a, couple of, uh, a couple of quick programming uh, notes, uh, for those of you watching on the video platforms, of course, you'll notice that the, uh, the email address you see right here, this is a temporary email address. Uh, we're still having some technical difficulties accessing uh, comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. So, temporarily, uh, I, have set, I, have a, I have set up a comments email address for temporary use, and that's comments at journalist.com. Again, that's comments at journalist.com. Uh, this will be used in the event that the uh, comments email address is unavailable like it is currently. Uh, hopefully that will be corrected soon. And when it is, you will know because I will tell you as soon as it's available. Now, the second programming note, very important. Uh, this coming Thursday, New Year's Eve, Firefox News Online's regular broadcast will be preempted as we will be showing the ball drop and counting down to 2021. And of course, yours truly will be right here in the studio. Though I do not drink alcohol, I still toast in the new year with a glass of sparkling apple cider. So I will still toast in the new year albeit without booze. Now, the question of New Year's Eve has crossed my mind of late, given the pandemic. Is Times Square going to be shut off to the public? Are they going to seal it off? Because of... Because, I mean, look at what they did with the Christmas tree in Rockefeller Center, where you had to go inside of a pod for like five minutes to view it and all this other stuff oh god i mean they were so freaking stupid with that but people didn't pay it any mind as you saw here on the video platforms i showed you pictures i showed you stuff that said uh we're still able to see it we can even get pictures of it with selfie sticks huh? yeah yeah that's it it's Okay, the time, okay, click, click, click. And then, of course, same selfie stick. Switch camera feeds. Set the timer. Times Square. We're next. <laughs> You're next, Times Square. That's right. Uh, seriously, it's going to be interesting. So we will have the 2021 countdown. If we cannot get a feed to show the ball drop, we will. I will have a timer right here 
in front of my microphone, counting down to zero, which means that when it hits zero, well, actually, you don't even have to do that because you see the clock right here. So whether it's on this view or on this view, because, I mean, look right up there. There, see, right up there. There's the clock next to the date. And you will get to see the 2021 change right here on the video platforms that are used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. So, New Year's Eve, like Christmas Eve, we will be here on the video platforms only. The New Year's Eve bash will preempt regular programming. And then... January 4th, when we return to broadcasting once more, Firefox News Online's Firefox News Online will celebrate 13 years broadcasting on Blog Talk Radio. And not so much on the other platforms, but we've been with Blog Talk Radio now for going on 13 years. And that 13 years of broadcasting. I think that's what they, isn't that what they call a baker's dozen? Hmm. Maybe. Possibly. Oh. Ah, but there, therein lies the proverbial rub, folks. Um, you know, one never knows, do one. All right. So, Mike from Louisiana said night and left. Could have said it on the air, but, you know, I mean, be a nice guy, but, well, can't have everything. Now, let's see. Going to... Uh, Let's take a look and see what Newsmax is offering. That is, of course, if we can get into Newsmax. Ah, there we are. Now, according to Newsmax, that new relief bill from Mitch McConnell boosts the, will boost the checks, but also leaves Democrats seething. Hmm. We'll go to their take on it in just a moment. Now, here's something interesting. According to Newsmax, the incoming incoming NSA, the Pentagon not, will not meet with the Biden's with Biden's team. Curiouser and curiouser. Now, here's something really curious. 
apparently Joe Biden is criticizing the pace of the vaccine rollout, pledging to accelerate it. Now, he's criticizing uh, the Trump administration for the pace of distributing COVID-19 vaccines, saying it is falling far behind. Biden says it's going to take years, not months, to vaccinate the American people at the current pace. He vows to ramp it up. Okay, here's a thought. Creepy Joe, Sleepy Joe, here's a thought for you. Uh, You must really, really not get it. Okay? It's going to take some time to vaccinate the way the plan, the way it's been planned out. They got to vaccinate the doctors, nurses, hospital staff, first responders, police, fire, ambulance, that sort of thing, EMTs. And it's then going to filter down to the American, of course, the American people. When that happens, yes, it can happen at an accelerated rate. The thing is, you're looking at it from the outside looking in. So before you criticize, you old geezer, why don't you open your ears and shut your mouth? Look, not everybody is looking forward to taking this vaccine, which honestly, they said the same problems, they, 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 the same problems were talked about with the flu virus, with the flu vaccines, you know, the flu shots, the polio vaccine. Well, look at the polio vaccine. It wiped out polio in our lifetime. I haven't heard of an actual case of polio in, good Lord, in forever. Now, of course, does that mean that it can't come back? No. It's just going to be a lot more difficult. Now, granted, that vaccine, they took years to develop. And even with that vaccine, I'm sure people said they don't trust it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Thing is, whether it's a vaccine, whether it's a new medication, I mean, people, I did it again. I forgot to take my nighttime meds. You see this? If you can see it on the camera, for those of you watching on the video platforms, this is my my pill container. My daytime medications that I have to take every day. Nighttime pills that I have to take. Well, I'm supposed to be taking them. I haven't because I keep forgetting. I got to stop doing that. But when you're talking about medications for high blood pressure, medication for epilepsy, medication for diabetes, blood thinning, cholesterol. Okay, I've got a mini pharmacy going on here. Okay, and I even have this is furosemide. This is the generic for Lasix because I have edema in both my legs. 
haven't had a real issue with it of late, but still, I got to take that every day, which means I'm running for the bathroom a lot. So with every medicine that comes out, okay, there's always going to be side effects. There's always going to be risks, okay, because of drug interactions, things of that nature. Does this mean I myself, because of all the fear behind the vaccine, turn around and say, no, I won't take it? No. I look at it like this. I'll take the vaccine. But for those of us who are waiting to take it, there are people ahead of us that are taking it. The thing that I don't appreciate is the politicians jumping the line and going ahead of the first responders, the doctors, nurses, and so forth. That I don't agree with. That I don't think is right. For AOC to jump the line and get her and get her vaccine ahead of a doctor or a nurse that's got to deal with the pandemic on a regular basis. Hey, listen, people. What makes you so fucking better than me? What makes you better than our doctors and nurses? What the fuck makes you better than anybody? Think about it. You're not. What, because you're a member of Congress? You're a member of the Senate? That makes you better? No. Absolutely not. Look, I put my pants on one leg at a time, just like every other guy in America, except I'm a volunteer fireman. So if I drop my britches over my sneakers or in front of, or behind my sneakers, I get up out of bed. The first thing I do is I pull those, I put my feet, my, my feet in those legs and I pull them up both legs at a time. Yep. Firemen do that with bunker pants. The bunker pants, the boots, they slip their feet into their boots, they pull up their bunker pants, put the shoulder strap, put the put the, the the shoulder put the put the um, put the straps over their shoulders, throw their grab their jackets off the apparatus and go, 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 baby. Now trust me when I say. They go, 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 go. I've seen it too many times. I remember a uh, guy had his, bunker, had his bunker pants and his boots right there by the apparatus. All he did was jump into his boots, pull up, pull the jacket on, jump up on the apparatus, and he was ready to rock out the door with the rest of them. I do the same thing with my, with my, my trousers. I just, you know have my sneakers to slip into because I got to put them on separately. But the thing is, I can put my pants on one leg at a time or both legs at a time. And the reason I bring that analogy up is because, you know, we're all human beings. We all have, uh, we all have basically the same internal structure, basically the same external structure as, as men. And for you women out there, yes, 
Your internal organs are the same. Your exterior organs are the same. The only difference between one woman or another or one man from another is the pigmentation of the skin. When the blood pumps in the veins, it's blue. When it comes out of our bodies, it turns red. I've said this before. We're all members of the same race, the human race. And when we can learn to accept that in our hearts and in, and in our heads, what a, what a beautiful world we could have. Okay? But politicians jumping the line, getting ahead of... Uh, getting ahead of everybody. That is, by definition, a first responder. Yeah, those politicians need to hold their hold their fucking water and stop jumping the line. I hear of one more politician jumping ahead of doctors, nurses, first responders, and so forth. Uh, I swear to God, I'm going I'm going to call up their offices and tell them, "Nice of you to make." First responders, doctors, nurses, and all that. Second-class citizens and making yourself look more important than they are. Claude. Turn around and tell them, yo, Beavis, don't be such a butthead. Oh, I just did. So politicians, stop jumping the line. Wait your fucking turn like the rest of us. Gunslinger, are you back yet? Hmm. Gunslinger has not returned yet. He is still getting his cheesecake. Are you doing, are you getting, are you making this cheesecake uh, with cherries? And if you are making them with cherries and making a cherry and cheesecake, uh, yum city, dude. If you're doing it with chocolate, a chocolate cheesecake. Now there's a, now there's a taste treat, people. I could definitely go for that. I said, oh, I gotta stop talking about food. I'm making myself hungry. Yeah. Then there's that. All right. So, let me see here. The Daily Caller. I want to put this out there. Uh, the Daily Caller. This is another one of those stories I couldn't get to. And, of course, I got to pause the uh, the ad blocker because it's making it difficult to read this. Business owner blocks health inspector's car after they threaten citations. If we can't work, he can't work. Uh-oh. Here it comes, folks. More fun. 
Uh, let's see if I can put this in reader mode here. I can see it better. A California restaurant owner refused to move his vehicle, blocking a health inspector's car after the inspector said he would issue fines for outdoor dining violations. Carlos Roman, owner of Bread and Barley in Covina, California, was issued a notice of closure by the health inspector forcing his business to close. The health inspector took photos of people dining outside and told Ramos that he would issue fines. This isn't about me. They can't pay their bills. Roman said, the cook just had a baby. He's with his family right now. An officer warned Roman that a tow truck was on the way to move his truck and asked him to step back and away from the health inspector. The officer told Roman it wasn't his, the health inspector's, fault and that he was following orders from his supervisor. The officer told Roman that this is not the way to settle things and recommended that he speak to a supervisor though he said he'd already talked to supervisors. Now, Roman told officers that he was desperate to pay his bills and feed his kids. Roman eventually agreed to move his truck out of the way. We're all in this together. We'll just, we'll just all starve to death and die, Roman said. He criticized the officers and health inspectors for receiving paychecks from the recently passed city budget. The, the peace was kept and Mr. Roman's vehicle was moved from the roadway, allowing the health inspector to leave. Covina Police Sergeant Community Impact Team David Rodriguez told the Daily Caller News Foundation. We have no information on citations or fines issued by L.A. County health inspectors as they are a different entity. Restaurants are required to use physical barriers along with implementing social distancing and other cleaning procedures if allowing for indoor or outdoor dining according to the L.A. County Public Health Department. Now, the Los Angeles County Public Health Department did not respond to the Daily Caller's request for comments. Okay, first of all, outdoor dining? Really? Newsom, are you that fucking naive? People are trying to feed their families. People are trying to survive. And you got these health inspectors... Threatening, uh, threatening fines for outdoor dining. This is getting out of hand, America. This is getting out of fucking hand. I am sick of these lockdown orders. I am sick to death of this bullshit. I have had it up to the fucking ceiling with this. I don't know about the rest of you out there, America, but this is starting to get on my last nerve, and I'm sure it's getting on yours, too. 
people need to be able to work. They need to be able to pay their bills and feed their families. Telling the owner of Bread and Barley in Covina, California, you know, to cease and desist or be fined and all this other bullshit. Come on, really? I mean, Carlos Roman was of the the owner of Bread and Barley was issued a notice of closure by the health inspector, forcing his business to close. I mean, honestly, what's next? Throwing people in jail because they, they, they don't social distance or wear a mask? Or because they dare to go to an establishment that's allowing for outdoor dining? Or, or maybe, God, oh God, I just thought of this. Oh, Oh my God, what if they offer curbside pickup? Oh, the, 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 the humanity, oh, the terror. They offer curbside service. They, they, they could end up in jail for even offering that. You see the, you see the irony and the sarcasm and, and, and in that? Do you see why I'm being sarcastic about this? Folks, I think Gunslinger just got back. Uh, I, I, I don't know how much of this you heard, but brother, I'd love to get your comments on this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I heard it. All the way in the kitchen. Uh, well, there's a lot There's a lot to this, okay, with this, with this code enforcer or whatever it is, health inspector. Just doing my job, sir. Just doing my job. Well, I mean, if your job perspective or scope of your job included going out in everybody's backyard and eating their dog shit, would you go out in everybody's backyard and eat their dog shit? No. I mean, these people are on a power trip. You know, they 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 strut their shit around like. You know, like like they're that like they're God, okay? Because they work for the city; they're a city official. Don't that just that doesn't that just make you just quiver in your fucking shoes when I said that? They're a oh, but these city are county and these are these are inspectors for the county of Los Angeles, well, not the city. County, city, well, county, city, same fucking <clears throat> same batch. They all come from the same batch. It's Hill County. Oh, county inspector. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> it really, it, that, like I said, it doesn't matter whether it's city or county. It's just what they, what they do and what they don't have to do. Look who's it coming from. Well, you know, go, go, go pick up trash out of the fucking ditch. I mean, if you, you want that power trip fucking job, and I know it's a power trip job because I've seen these motherfuckers too goddamn many times. I've been in the electrical trade for 20 fucking years. Trust me. I've seen these fuckers that are on a power trip. Okay? <laughs> Boy, did I ever want to take a fucking half-inch uh, bender and bend a couple of goddamn offset 90s and some of these son of bitches. Okay? 
And for people that don't know what a hickey or a pipe bender, it's a bender that bends electrical pipe. Okay. It comes in various sizes. Um, so, you know, I've seen them out here. I've seen them, I've seen them all over the fucking place. Okay. These, they want power. They want to have you obey, obey your master. Okay. I've seen them out here where I live right here. Like the, uh, like the county dog catcher out here. I've seen him strut around here. Like it's like his shit don't smell. And you know why? Cause he's got a big old badge on his fucking belt. He's a county animal control officer. Officer. I'm telling you, it's a power trip to these people. Okay. You know, that lady, when, when she would, whenever the guy finally moved his truck, you know what that lady's thinking to herself. Look at that little fucking sheep. Uh, boy, I got over on his ass, didn't I? You know they do. You know the type. I've seen it too many goddamn times. Okay? These people are sick. They really are. This guy is simply trying to feed his family, for God's sakes. <clears throat> he, he should have told that cop, well, I'm going to go home, and I'm going to get my gun, and I'm going to go down here to this convenience store, and I'm going to rob that convenience store. You better shoot me right now, because that's the only way you're going to stop me. I can't open my store to feed my family the legal way, okay? Then I'm going to go down here and knock off this liquor store. <clears throat> you better have your buddy waiting because I'm going to come down here right now. We're going to solve this shit right here, right now. I'm afraid that's what it's going to fix to come to. I mean, what would you do? If you had a wife and two kids and that was your only way to provide for them and for yourself, is your business, your restaurant, and these cocksuckers come in here and say, uh, well, we're going to issue thousands of dollars of tickets and that you can't do this. What would you do? Go ahead. Look, first of all, living in a liberal state is bad enough. But to have somebody send out the, the goon squad, because that's what they become at that point. They become the fucking goon squad. To harass a person who's just trying to 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 defeat his family. I mean, the man's cook. The man's cook. The man's cook's wife just had a baby. So now they've got a third. You know, they've got another mouth to feed. Okay. And being outdoors. Really? That's a problem? I don't think that I don't think uh, Newsom understands the severity of the disaster he's created. I don't think he fully understands the severity of the situation that he's that he's got bubbling to the surface. The people in California are slowly but surely getting sick and tired of his his dumbass antics. He's become a fucking state dictator. And the people are fed up. That's why the call for his, his recall is growing and growing by leaps and bounds lately. They want this fucker gone, and I don't blame them.
Now check this out. An illegal alien convicted of murdering a child uh, was released back onto American streets thanks to California sanctuary laws. Here's another one of Newsom's little gems. Okay? Get a load of this shit. Brace yourself, America. This is where sanctuary cities and states are out of fucking control. Every single time President Trump warned of criminals crossing the border, both he and his followers were labeled racist. The president has never claimed that all illegal aliens crossing the border were dangerous criminals. Instead, he has only ever argued that by increasing border security, many criminals hoping to make their way into the U.S. would be stopped and or apprehended. Conversely, leaders within the Democratic Party, such as California Governor Gavin Newsom, effectively argue that every illegal alien is inherently a victim and should be given the full rights afforded to American citizens. Uh, wait a minute. Let me, let, me, let me back up here on that one paragraph. He's arguing that every illegal alien is inherently a victim and should be given the full rights afforded to American citizens. They weren't fucking born here. They don't get shit. They shouldn't get shit from China only except a boot in the ass and ship back to where they came from. Continuing on, though. Thanks in part to this worldwide, this worldview promoted by Newsom, an illegal alien convicted of murdering a child was allowed to go free after serving his prison sentence. Carlos Morales Ramirez, a 44-year-old illegal, illegal alien, it says immigrant, but I say alien, hailing from El Salvador, was convicted in January 1998 of second-degree murder, assault on a child causing death and great bodily injury to a child causing death in Los Angeles County, according to a statement from U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement. Due to California's sanctuary state policies, expanded by Governor Newsom in October of 2019, Morales Ramirez was released back into the community when he should have been handed over to ICE for deportation. Well, thankfully, Morales Ramirez was apprehended less than a week after his initial release and subsequently deported. And ICE, in ICE's statement, Enforcement and Removal Operations, Los Angeles Field Office Director Dave Marin outlined the many failures of California's sanctuary policy, which forced ICE agents to spend even more time and money locating and arresting the felon when state officials could have simply handed him over. Should the U.S. deport illegal aliens convicted of murder? State sanctuary laws grant law enforcement officials the discretion to cooperate with immigration authorities in instances where serious or violent crimes have been committed. 
Again, we are talking about the murder of a child. Rather than working with our officers to ensure this convicted aggravated felon was safely handed over to ISIS, he was released back into the community and officers were forced to exhaust more time and resources relocating and rearresting him, according to Marin. California sanctuary policies continue to fail residents by allowing convicted criminals like Morales Ramirez to walk free. State officials and advocates need to take a hard look at the reality and potential consequences of these misguided laws that leave potential victims widely unprotected from very egregious criminal offenders. It is especially important for ICE to deport illegal aliens who commit crimes after entering the U.S. In, 2019, in the 2019 fiscal year, ICE officials arrested individuals more than 1,900, excuse me, arrested individuals with more than 1,900 convictions and charges for homicide. 1,800 for kidnapping, 12,000 sex offenses, 5,000 sexual assaults, 45,000 assaults, 67,000 crimes involving drugs, 10,000 weapons offenses, and 74,000 DUIs, according to the agency's statement. During a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing held in 2019, ICE official Timothy Robbins noted that anywhere between 40 to 80% of criminal illegal aliens released by sanctuary cities go on to commit more crimes. When aliens walk out the front door, out the front of the jail, that could have been handed over to Immigration and Customs Enforcement for removal proceedings, they have the opportunity to commit additional crimes, Robbins said at the hearing, according to Breitbart. In that regard, what we're seeing is crimes that could be preventable. The humans who are being victimized and hurt by criminal aliens that ICE had the ability to remove from this country. The Morales-Ramirez situation and many others just like it could have been expedited much more efficiently if California officials had simply handed him over for deportation as they should have. Instead, thanks to the far-left liberal policies of Newsom, taxpayer dollars were wasted on an ICE investigation of a convicted criminal willingly let go. That's where the Democratic Party stands today, protecting child murderers, child-murdering illegal aliens, at the expense of American citizens, just for the sake of being politically correct. What do you think of that shit? Well, back in the day, they would have been a tree with his name on it. These people are, you know, you you just give them a slap on the wrist. Oh, well, go to prison. Gotta get out. Then he hauls ass to Mexico. He'll come right back in here. Do the criminality right over again because these people are that stupid. These people are a very low IQ. 
even President Trump said that. Okay, when they compared him to these, you know, these um, MS-13 gang members and all this shit, mm-hmm. he compared them to animals because that's exactly what they are. They're not fucking human; they're animals. Okay, and just like these fuckers are, these these are not humans. They're they're fucking animals, and you should put down these animals like well, like you're supposed to. What do you do with a rabid dog? Yeah, do you kiss it? Do you love it? Do you smooch all over it? No, because it will bite you, and then you'll get rabies. Okay, duh. You just can't understand that. You got to treat these people like rabid dogs. They can't be treated. Obviously, I mean, it's been all them years in prison. I don't know how many years he's got, but but then he just will go out and just do it again because they don't care. They do not care. They are willing to come over there, slither across that border down, well, not down here, it's 400 miles from me, about Texas, you know, Texas border, all, you know, up and down the, the, uh, the, the Mexico border there, okay? They're willing to come in here. They'll do anything. They'll do anything. They'll, they'll shoot your own mama. They don't care. Oh, give me some tacos. I need put me to Taco Bell. Here's your hundred bucks. Go ahead. Cheap labor. I mean, Every one of these fucking people or these crews out here, they're working on these big construction sites. 98% of them are illegal. Okay? And that's been going on for decades. I mean, that ain't, this ain't nothing new. Yeah, real fast here. I mean, when my dad was out there working on DFW, the, the largest airport in North Texas back in the 70s, uh, they had illegals out there working on that, pouring that concrete out there on, on them runways out there. There's a bunch of them buried out there. Okay, and I've heard that from multiple sources. Even my dad told me. He said them crews were running 24-7 out there pouring that concrete because, shit, it's like 20 feet deep in concrete because of runways because they have to be because the airplanes are so heavy. But when Pedro would disappear, uh, oh, Pedro went to Taco Bell. Oh, no, he didn't. He fell off one of them goddamn concrete machines. Now he's encased in, them, in that runway out there. So there's no telling how many people are out there. That's just one job, man. That's just one. And that was back in the 70s, back in the early 70s. So what do you, you think You think it's any different now? I mean, come on. They pour over here, and if, if uh, Sleepy Joe gets in there, he's going to halt the, the, the construction on the border wall. Just wait and see. I think he's even said it. Go ahead. Well, here's one thing that, that, that bothers me about, about Biden. And you just said it best. He gets in there, it's going to be a disaster. It's going to be, how can I put it? Everything that Trump has done, everything that Trump has done to to benefit the American people is going to be ripped apart. That includes and not limited to allowing illegals to cross that border ad infinitum. Even though it violates immigration laws that are on the books. I don't know about you, Gunslinger, but I fear for our country. I truly do. If Biden succeeds at getting in there. Yep. Now, we've gone into overtime on Blog Talk Radio, but I am going to uh, finish this on a somewhat positive note. And it bears repeating. 
when we return to regular broadcasting in January, on January 4th, 2021, that day will mark 13 years of broadcasting on Blog Talk Radio. 13 years. Hard to believe that, 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 we're, that, that this broadcast has survived that long. And I say survived because it's had its many ups and downs over the years. People have come and gone. But we still have a, a, a job ahead of us. And that's making sure that the American people get the information that we can talk about on this broadcast. And it is because of the many listeners and viewers that this broadcast has uh, that we are a success. Nothing I did alone made it a success. It is because of guys like Gunslinger, Mike from Louisiana, No Way, Iggy Mom, Chief of Simple Facts of Life, Kim, when they were here at one time, Boyd, Mike from, from here in New York. You know, all of these folks help make this broadcast what it is. And it's my hope that in 2021, many of the people who have, who have not come to this broadcast in a long time will come back for the anniversary broadcast. I truly hope to see them here because, you know, they're always welcome and they know it. But most important of all, I am humbled, truly humbled by the, the growing uh, numbers that I see. Some of what you see in the numbers on the screen uh, for views are nothing compared to what I see in the stats. That, and, and, of course, the listener stats that I get. It all adds up to one thing. You, the listeners and viewers, help to make Firefox News Online successful. So, we will be back for another edition of this broadcast on the Wednesday night edition, when it will either be Hump Day or Humped Day. We will see which one it is. But in the meantime, Gunslinger, thank you so much for being here, my friend. I hope you'll hope to hit hope you'll blah, 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 blah. Yeah, my tongue's blocking the eye teeth again, folks. <laughs> Hopefully you'll you'll join me on the Wednesday night edition as always. But until that does happen, my thanks to you, sir, as always, for being here. Do you have any final thoughts you'd like to share? Well, I don't know. Just better keep your toes and your fingers crossed that old Sleepy Joe don't, and Camel Toe don't get in there. Because like you said, this country's fucked, if it is. I mean, you know, if these people are evil, they're criminal, they're corrupt, just to name a few, better do your research. Good. Good later. All right. On that note, I will close with a quick final thought of my own. The American people spoke loud and clear election day, but many of the votes that were cast were not properly counted. 
this election was a travesty. The Democrats saw sure of that. But they don't care. They don't care about you. They don't care about me. They don't care about this country. Their only interest was to get rid of Trump. They tried everything they could for four years, and nothing worked. If this inauguration on January 20th puts Biden in the White House, everything that President Trump has done will go down the drain. Our country will see another Obama turn, even though he's not in the White House. It'll be Obama 2.0, because everything that Obama did for eight years while holding the country hostage while holding the presidency hostage, will come back and with a vengeance. But make no mistake, I suspect that Kamala Camelto Harris and Nancy, I drink a lot of martinis Pelosi, will find a way to use the 25th Amendment against Joe Biden and get him out of there so that they can move up. I've got that sinking feeling. We'll just have to see what happens. The fight's not over yet. I'm not giving up hope. If on January 20th, it's Joe Biden being sworn in, then all hope is lost. And that scares me. And it should scare you too. For the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. I'm George Sinzer, and this has been Firefox News Online. On the multiple broadcasting platforms used by the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Until the Wednesday night edition at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 Central, and 7 Pacific Time. Remember this, as I always say, y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful, and if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. That's all I ask. And with that, it is time to bid all a fond adieu. So let's see here. Time to close the, close the puppy up for the night. And here comes the closing. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part, without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020. All rights reserved. Send your comments to us by writing comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, if you have any stories or topic ideas you'd like to share with us, send them to wereport at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's wereport at firefoxnewsonline.com. And be sure to check facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. That's facebook.com slash FFNOIBN. For the links to the live broadcasts of Firefox News Online on the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Network. Be sure to use hashtag FFNOP, that's hashtag FFNOP, to trend this broadcast and all Firefox News Online broadcasts globally on social media. Thank you for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next edition.
That's all, folks. So let it be written. So let it be done. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.